long hair, don't care. <laughs> Except when it's in her mouth, and all of a sudden, they always care. Um, <laughs> uh, just think of it as like a little vi- viola string, and I'm not talking about Viola Davis. Uh, even though when they get mad, they turn into the color purple. Um, <laughs> I've actually never seen that movie or the musical. Um, it seems like a classic. I'm a classic, man. Uh, but yeah. Uh, just another scheduled program in here. Uh, but, you know, as they say, for every place there is the vent. Damn, you do live in a tent. And you have two kids, so something was bent. Um, <laughs> uh, Jesus. But yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, been a questionable day. Just you know, I just woke up today and I'm like, you know what, Clint? Put your thoughts out there. Put your thoughts out into the world. What thoughts do I have? Well, uh, you want them in groups or just uh, you find the one and only that loves to watch you poop. You know, someone uh, someone did say that uh, it's weird. Like, when you're with a woman or when you're with a man, I guess. Um, well, I don't know why I say, I guess. There's something about getting too comfortable where you start farting and watching someone's shit. Like, I don't understand, like, the people that, like, want to watch their partner shit. Like, we all know what happens. If you walk in on someone you know, it's like, all right, whatever. But you know how like, people get way too comfortable together and they just be like all over each other, every little thing, like watching someone doing the most private things. It's like, um, you know, you don't have to watch me have my period. Um, <laughs> just live with it. And then like as a guy, it's like, hey, you know, you don't have to, you know, watch me brush my teeth. You don't have to watch me, you know, just doing everyday things we we do have this weird thing where we we want to be so obsessed with everyone's life that we know you know uh i was actually listening to something earlier and they said secrets is the number one killer to any successful relationship or to really just a fulfilling life because secrets just weigh on you i don't know if it's like the mental cortex whatever the hell it is if you're holding secrets when you're when you have a close relationship with someone, it kind of, uh, you know, it kind of uh, over time it just does not. It statistically doesn't work out, and I'm like, you know, I I I get the point of that. There's some major secrets like you should not be hiding the fact that you're fifteen thousand dollars in debt to your husband. Like that's probably not the best thing, um, but that is very common where. Just to not deal with it, not deal with the reality of the situation. It's not even like a situation where, you know, wife will max out credit cards or something. It would be legitimately just like bills stack up, fall behind. And they don't really want to tell their husband how much in debt they are. And they'll just try to make money secretly. Like, that, that is a real thing. Like, um, because it's just like you don't want to expound a bad situation if you know how someone stresses or reacts. It's like, but you know... I don't agree with the fact that I, you should never, you shouldn't lie 
to someone, right? But at the same time, you don't need the t- you don't need to know everything about everything, about with everyone. Um, as weird as that may sound, now things that are very harmful to someone else's life are very embarrassing and stuff like that. Yes, obviously, when it affects someone's livelihood, they're like, I don't like this whole thing that we got to know everything about someone's past or their exes to an extent. You should have a good idea. And you could kind of sense that. But it should never be your obsession of whatever. Because if you're judging someone from nine years ago, you know, a situation to how they dealt with something. And you see the person they are now and stuff like, like, you know, how much of that can you really take? You know, if they were young, younger at a certain age, like me. Someone to judge me by the way I broke up with a girl at 21 compared to like now, it would be a night and day difference. It would not be a great reflection on how much I've grown or how much I've changed um, or how, you know, you just mature and know how to deal with stuff. You don't get yourself too deep into the rabbit hole, you know, before uh, <laughs> who frame rods a rabbit, whoever that hot, hot was her name, Jesse, the they, that was the sexiest cartoon woman I've ever seen in my life. Like, it is illegal that they they showed that to a PG audience. Whoever, Jessica, is it Jessica? That fine little rabbit, whatever the fuck. She was like a human slash rabbit. I don't know. But you know what? It's the great epitome that men will do, men will literally go to jail for a goddamn beautiful Jessica. Um... <laughs> Trying to think if I know a Jessica. Nope, in the clear. So, it's just a joke. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Nah, you know, people change. People grow. And, uh, and by the way, I know I got... Sp- this is not a personal antidote of mine. This is literally just my life. Everything's great at home. It's just that there are... You know, you wake up with thoughts. You know, you see things on the internet. And you feel neither reiterate to the world that, hey... Stop worrying about fucking everything, right? Like, just go about your day, move on with your life. We we have to wait. We think way too much about what's going on out there. And I actually also found out that literally there is a like in contractual rules and laws for these uh, news companies. They have to report a death. Every single day, or like they, there's a minimum amount of deaths they have to report a day. That's why sometimes you'll be seeing like, even though there's deaths that happen every day in every state that are just murders and whatever, but like, that's why sometimes like it's like, damn, we have to fit our quota. You'll see like a nearby state on your local news of someone who died, and they'll try to connect it some bullshit like. Oh, and they were cousins with the deputy in Coweta County. It's like, all right, this seems kind of random. Um, <laughs> but when local stands to, I guess, local or local, regional local as they call it. Uh, but, yeah. I don't know. It just seems like we focus on everything but everything. So, yeah. I'm going to start the intro of the pod now. All right. Welcome to episode 251 of the Off and Be podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. 
not redundant at all. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification bell. Most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. Yeah, suck it, suck it good, girl. Uh, I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> you got it, good girl. Uh, people hate that song by Delson Lynch, but you know I find it kind of catchy. Like, I got it, good girl, cause I got myself a good girl. Mm-hmm. He like basically just says "good girl" to rhyme three or four times in a row, and it's like you know what? Let it be, man. If it's catchy, it's catchy, and boy. A good girl is very catchy. <laughs> uh, is it though? Because it seems like good girls, the only good girls I need are the ones that make go bad. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Do I want a good girl or do I just want a good girl to go bad? I actually don't want anything to go bad. I want you to actually just not do anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not a bad, but I just want you to don't cause problems. But yeah, uh, recording this on January 8th, 2023. At 2.53 p.m. Eastern. Yes, another afternoon pod. Today's drink is SPL. Some would say it's, uh, what is it, standard profile language. I say sour pink lemonade, goose style. The pink vulva in the can's back. And there's me gulping your vulva. Um, (laughs) uh... Liquid death, and it can. It's really just sparkling water. It's really a marketing tool. Yeah, everything's marketing. Including, if you see the ass jiggle, oh, it'll make it wiggle. Fruit salad. (laughs) Yummy, yummy. Not sus at all to say it like that. I used to love that fruit salad song, you know. You could toss my fruit salad. Um, <laughs> I couldn't tell if the Wiggles were Australian or Belgian, uh, but as I think we could tell, they sure like the waffles, some Belgian buns. Nope, I do have a waffle maker, but uh, my uh, ego gets in the way. <laughs> oh Jesus, I'm such a I'm such a nika poop. But yeah, uh, episode 251, yes, for the archives. This is for my security, not y'all's. So, what is happening? Team Jackson, what's happening? Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of negativity, right? It's a lot of uh, social experiments going out here, you know. Women finding men they love, men trapping women they love. Um, <laughs> you know, the word trap is such a bad term. I mean, it is if you're actually trapping someone. But like, so yeah, you know, like you be around couples and married couples, they'll just, yeah, I trapped her. And she'll look like, mm, that's not funny. And you're like, well, I kind of did. Think about it. I convinced you of a lie. You were severely disappointed 12 years later. I have not followed through on any of the things I promised of a greater life, of uh, of being a better man, becoming everything you dreamed of. I am not even 10 to 20% what you dreamed of. But I trapped you into thinking there's more to life than just 
love there's more to life than just what's out there it's all about what's within and then you convince them what's within and you convince them that they need less because less is more and uh that's how you do it and then if they leave you then you're like uh Oh, so you are a gold digger. You're not about what's in the heart. Um, <laughs> it's all a balance, you know. You know, I've talked about it before. And, you know, we've had, I think it's very, it's okay to admit that someone's not just with you for love. Someone's not just with you because of who you are. Because of what you make them feel. How you make them feel safe from the world. All that stuff is great. And it makes a part of, okay, You know what? I know if all shit falls apart, there's a foundation that I can rely on. There's a lot of beauty in that, and that's all great and all. There is a reality that there are fiscal, there are financial, there are just things that if these things aren't in a row, all that other stuff is just hogwash. And I don't mean the Timon and Pumbaa, because it won't be a wonderful phase. Um... (laughs) Uh, you'll be having a kuna batata, but it'll be a a lot of lonely, peaceful times to yourself because she has left you for, you know, what's out there. Yeah, this is not about me, by the way, but I'm just saying, you know, everyone experience, you know, it takes a while for you to get to life where you're like, you know what? It's not just about the heart. It's not just about what's on the inside. All you know, the older you get, you realize it all matters. To what degrees depends on the day, right? Depends on moods. It depends on what's going on. People's stress levels. It all matters, though. You know, it's and I think. Well, you see, we see the extremisms out there. We see the extremism of women that just flat out rely on feminism, but use it to their benefit when there's financial implications. They want benefits with this. And we see the extremism of the other end where it's just like, you're nothing more than this. You're just a stay at home, cook my half ass. And you know, it's always weird. It always seems like the women that like want to be like housewives to try to curve the trend and be like oh no i'm traditional nowadays and then you see what they make and it's just this lunchable bullshit with ketchup um (laughs) it's like it's always like you have all day and you can't put fucking mayo on a sandwich god damn it um (laughs) like you know it's almost like it's it's like damn you can't be lazy and lazy like jesus um (laughs) that sounded a lot worse than i meant it but you know we see the extremisms out there where it's all about um, catering to our loved ones, you know, being the perfect, being the partner that no one else can be. Um, it's all about if you can't do this for me. There are X amount of people that can. And the answer to that should always be, well, then why can't you just be with them? It's really a simple thing, right? And I'm tired of coming across these videos of, I, I guess it's specifically women, because to be honest, men don't really just make, I mean, we do, but at the same time, we don't really just go out there and make videos to prove of how many bitches we can get 
it's just it's kind of understood. You kind of look at a guy and be like, you know, this guy can really just kind of get anything, anyone he wants and not deal with any drama. So come correct. Um, <laughs> but it's always one that got to make these subtitles and all this up. Be like, just understand, look all these DMs I have to look all this. It's like, the only reason why I don't have these DMs is because I didn't reply back. All right. Like, <laughs> you know, um, the kind of like, you understand that just because a guy doesn't have 85 DMs of it's because he just doesn't go out. He may not have social media. He doesn't really care to do all that stuff. He just doesn't want that unnecessary drama because he doesn't have time to look at 85 fucking matches. He's got shit to do. Um, <laughs> and that's the thing. It's like you realize that a drop of a hat. A guy of a certain attraction level, a guy of certain means, a guy of certain stature, or whatever in society, or just how they carry themselves when they are a desired figure, um, they know it, and really at a drop of a hat, they put out there, they would bag someone that is eight times as attractive as you, and also has more of a mind, has actual is actually a smart educated than I out there making videos of how better they can do because you know what people do when they can just do better then they don't tell you they can do better they just will and they'll just go about it that's really what people that do better they just do better you know and all these people on the internet that make proclamations of all these things they could have but instead they chose you or they chose x y and z it's a weird proclamation because you're basically admitting that you chose something that you admitted is less for yourself, but because it sounds morally okay, but you're basically outright spoken. You're basically outright speaking that I can do anything. I can have everything I want, but I'm choosing you. So you've got to follow these guidelines. So when it kind of goes in this back and forth, and I guess it kind of parlays that into Asia doll, you know, I like, I like the drama, I don't know what Asia doll is, uh, she's a rapper, I believe, now she's on the OF, and I don't mean the only farts, um, even though I'm pretty sure you go on OnlyFans, you can find anything you want, you can find, yeah, I, I don't know, people are in the weird, you probably pay 20 buck membership to watch this eight second video, watch the air come out of my booty hole, it's like, Seems like there was a few things in it before. That's a pretty wide black hole, shun. Even though there'll be no sun coming out of that because it's the butthole. I'm such a fool. Um, I didn't need to specify that. I'm such a fool. This is why these things get demonetized or shadow banned as these big influencers. Like, I'm getting shadow banned. My stuff's getting less views. It's like, no. It's because... You're trying to do all the trendy things and people see that shit and it's not what they came to see you for. So, I don't know. I just hate when people put titles of stuff that are like edgy. When people put topics that like you actually have to have a real opinion about. And they'll just have the topic up there, but say the most basic generic like lawyer written up stuff of something they didn't even need to have to talk about. Like, when people talk about the recent Cavalier stuff, like, the deep, like, they'll have no real, like, you know, it just, I guess we'll just have to see. It's like, I clicked on your video just so you could see, I guess we'll have to see. 
Yeah, you know, I guess we'll have to see everyone saying, fuck your channel, right? Um, <laughs> but no, so Asia Doll um, <laughs> has come after Myron on Fresh and Fit, you know? Um, look, people have been coming after Myron, you know? These are the same guys, well, really guy, that they cry to fit when YouTube demonetize a channel. They still show, they're still able to post on YouTube. They just, for one, can't make money off of it. And it just won't get, like, promoted in the algorithm as hard. But any of your subscribers and stuff, because they'll search you and still find it. If they really want to. Which really proves that if you're someone that people that relies heavily on the algorithm for people to want to watch you. And people don't have you in their mind when they go on YouTube to want to watch Shows that people are just in you more for drama, not because you actually provide real insight that people seek out. When people seek out, they will find you without you even having to be promoted by algorithm tactics. But hey, you know what? <clears throat> what do I know? Um. Anyways, but yeah, so she's come after Myron because I guess, I don't know, I think she went on the show a year or two ago or some time ago and... Kicked her, you know, you know how they do on Fresh Fit. They kick girls out and all that stuff. Whatever. And then she basically started trashing him on Twitter for some shit. Then he responded. Then she kept trashing by, you know, calling my whole ass bitch. You know, all that good stuff. Or talking to a woman a certain way. But when men are present, he calms down. Which, I mean, I kind of mentioned that a long time ago. And basically posting old pictures of him. You know, when he was in... Uh, I forgot what he, in the military, the CIA, whatever, training. And there's a lot of, oh, it was like college, the frat type of thing, where very, a lot of sus photos of a lot of men in a hotel room cuddling, hugging, uh, kissing on the cheek in bed, which I'm like, you know, it's one thing to have that type of environment, like if that's the frat environment or whatever. It's like, all right, whatever. Call it hazing. It's just a group bond in all middle school. I get it. Um, but why do you want pictures of that taken and smiling at the camera of that? Like, how do you think that was going to go out and age well, you know? Especially the thing is, like, when you talk about the stuff and then it's like, it's kind of hard to take someone serious when they're doing all that. And then it's just a lot of this back and forth, you know? And I guess... The whole drama is just the fact that everything sticks with you. Um, so you got to be very careful before you come out here trying to be a proclamation getter. And accuse people of something that you're more, that you actually have proven more to be of than the people you accuse. You accuse people to be emotional. And yet the way you react to this stuff shows a lot of things. Um, I don't know anything about Asia Doll. Like typically in rap... Any girl with doll, um, you know, they're talking about cash me out. Cash me out. Um, <laughs> I know it's ice me out. I'm sorry. Ice me out. Uh, and I wish someone would ice me out right now so I could stop talking and actually just get out of this vortex of recording. Um, <laughs> It's not about forcing myself to record. It's just sometimes it's like, damn. It's like some days it's like, you know, I could just like 
do some other hobby and stuff and it's like nah you know i love what i do and some days like this you just have to do what you do and i am fresh and pretty fit damn my back is big as fuck um <laughs> i was surprised you know you ever looked at yourself and you're like well obviously um i'm not gonna lie i did the douchey thing last night I went to the gym and I did not, my body was not well prepared. We can all relate when you don't really, if you're a gym goer and you don't prepare your body on days, it really kind of sucks, but you do it anyways. Like your muscles aren't really there. You're not really contracting much. You're kind of, eh, you go too late. You didn't eat enough. You didn't eat, you know, whatever. But I was very surprised. I'm like, damn, like I did a douchey thing. It was at nighttime. No one was there. So I didn't break one of my rules you know i decided to take the shirt off you know work out with the shirt off for a little bit doing pull-ups back exercise uh did some triceps did some push-ups did some dips and i'm like damn i'm really getting there you know i put on weight and i've only put on a little bit of tub in the snub or snub in the tub you know, you put a little, little part of putting on weight in the build muscle process. If you're natural, is you're gonna put on a little BF, and I don't mean uh, was it bison fat? People cook their shit in bison fat. Uh, cause by son, you're fat. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and I was like, damn. And I'm not gonna lie, like, I was like, damn, like every I, I'm heavier, right? Like, I put on pretty decent amount of weight, like, legitimate eight or nine pounds. Consistently, steadily around a certain weight now, compared to just, like, two or three months ago. And for a period of time, it felt like I was getting a little chunky, or you just kind of feel like shit. I'm working out less, but I'm working out more efficiently, but I'm putting on, I'm getting way stronger when I go. And, you know, people may be like, oh, you do, you look like you're getting... I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, you feel relatively the same, but slightly different, if that makes sense. And then I went like, you know, like you have those moments like, holy shit. This is like when Chris Pratt did his Guardians of the Galaxy transformation. And everyone, when everyone was like, holy shit, bro. And like, when it like, really, like you finally realize it. Like, oh, this is real what I've done. And I had that moment. I was like, damn, you know. It's like I'm putting on weight, but my muscle size is still there. And then a little bit, but I'm putting on a little, you know, a little mass, as they say. I'm not just this guy that looks uh, looks lean and looks like a certain character, you know, but you actually feel like it. You know, that's the thing. Sometimes when you feel you're not as strong as people make compliments about you. It puts you in this weird mind fucker. It's like, I'm really not even, like, that strong. But now it's like, I feel like I actually am getting there. So it's kind of cooler. Um, <laughs> train your legs, kids. Um, or have her do it. Or have who's ever there. Um... I actually had the audacity of someone that asked me for a spot on a leg press. I genuinely didn't know what the fuck to do. It wasn't last night. It was last week. I genuinely, like, I wasn't even mad at the guy. I was genuinely, like, I looked at him like, 
on the loop, and I was like, I didn't, I, I even told him, like, honestly, I don't know what you want me to do, and he said, like, look, like, basically, if I start struggling, it's just kind of like, kind of like you would on a, you know, bench press, which kind of his purpose, is like, when you start struggling, you know, you push the weight up a little bit, it's our forced reps, kind of like forced leg press, and I'm like, for this amount of weight, all right, um, <laughs> all right, and so I'm basically like my butt, like I'm literally hovered around the guy because the way the leg press is narrowed down. And after like four reps, it's already like, he's already like, you know, he basically can't do. So I'm pushing the thing up. It's like, this is a lot of weight to just be pushing up. Like this, this is not, this machine is not designed for forced reps. And you know, there's a safety thing where you just bring it down and then there's a safety thing it goes on. You don't really need me. Um, but it's like, you realize you could just do like 50 pounds less and get twice as much gains as doing this bullshit and put yourself at an injury risk. And I even told him after, I was like, Hey, look for something like this, you're better off just like lightening the weight and just actually doing what you can do and going until failure. But you know, he's like, Oh, well, I, well, look like, you know, I'm doing a certain type of training and I'm like. I'm like, all right, man. You know, I wasn't going to argue. I was like, all right. Just trying to fucking help you. Um, <laughs> nothing like when you force help someone thinking you're actually trying to, you know, better their lives, increase gains, you know. But, yeah. Um, I guess the moral of, every, of everything about that is... is um, Go check out Asia Dolls OnlyFans or a rap. I don't know whichever one gets you gets your smoochy wet. Uh, it was weird because she's actually from the south. Because she made you know gotta make IG lives shitting on people, so she's from the south. Which I respect, because she was mentioning the thing, like, you know, people that talk like the way they do, get their, well, she said, get their wigs snatched up, you know, but in their case, you know, they get popped, you know, they get fucked up, if it's a guy, which, you know, that's why, like, you make sure you talk to people a certain, correctly, even when you disagree or haven't, so, because you understand the consequences of it, but the internet these podcasts with extra security, it's like these NPC live streamers, I think they call it, where they go around just causing trouble, but then they have their security, like this neon dude and this Jack Doherty, they're like these young 19, 20, 21 year olds going around, literally just talking shit to people, either like popping up on people that they know from the internet, talking shit. Or just whoever in public. Like the Jack Doherty dude literally just goes into a mall. Runs into people looking like a fucking idiot. And he's like the smallest. And him people. And then somebody like bro what the fuck you doing. And then there's you know. Not even the biggest security guard. Just like these slightly bigger than average dudes. Just like it's like hey hey hey. You know get in between type of thing. Hey you, you better st-. It's like do you, do you not like. You're literally letting this little. I don't care what someone's paid me. If I'm if I was security for a guy private, which is kind of weird that someone got private security caused nonsense, but because they have private security, 
it's okay to do in public. Like, there's no law for that. Like, how does that even work? Like, what can a private security actually legally do when they're not authorized? I don't know. Um, private security is supposed to be prevent outside people from causing trouble to you. Not you causing trouble to have security there as a buffer. You're putting people's... You're putting security in unnecessary drama for no reason. And honestly, if I got hired for the job, I would let him do all this shit. Pretend for one or two that I got him. But then when he hits the wrong motherfucker, I'm going to completely back away and just let this dude get smashed. Like, let this dude get fucked up and be like, oh, sorry. That one, you you know, I don't, you know, hey, I said I'll protect you, but you kind of elbowed this guy and hey. I wasn't going to get in between that. Um, um, I'll make sure to call the ambulance for you. You know, I'm not a douchebag, but not a bigger douchebag than you. Um, <laughs> and that's this weird thing, you know. It creates this thing where people actually feel like they can record stuff on the internet and they're protected because they do pranks or they're protected because they do... You know, they're just trying to think they're being funny, which I don't find any of that stuff funny. I don't understand how anyone really could. And there's no one that watches what he does and it's like, hey, you know, I'm going to look for this. This is one of those things that you get annoyed by so much that you watch reaction channels or commentary channels talking about the person more than ever actually watching it. But I guess that's the point. It's about making money. It's about... Being known for something specific, but do you want to be known for that? Like, can I understand? It's hard, like, at that age to be like, oh, like, I'm really going to think this through. And, like, it's going to be really hard to go from doing that to, like, when you're 28 and then you're going to try to rebrand an image because you can't be 28 going around doing that shit, you know, Um, because people will fuck you up when they realize you're older. Like, they may look at him and think, like, this is some seven year old, so I gotta. I can't really react all the way it would, but people know you're a grown up. They're just gonna start fucking you up, and it don't matter how much money you think you have in your private security, because someone else is gonna pull up with real security. If you know what I'm saying, you bump into the wrong person and then act like that after, and and technically, what are you gonna do? Um, I might, you know, smack the bitch out of you. That's what I might do. And you know what? I would rather respond and get my ass beat by security. And at least someone show this guy, like, your security doesn't intimidate people. It really doesn't. Um, But, you know, no one can say that we just can't, that we should just all, like, team up and jump people like that. Because, oh, that's just cause of violence. Like, yeah, but you're intact. That's like calling someone this word, that word, insulting them, getting in their face, pushing them, and then you get mad when someone, like, decides, you know, Triple H, you know, choke slam you. Like, it's like, oh, but you, you shouldn't have responded. Like, it's like, you shouldn't have done 18 things to get a reaction because you don't know what the fuck the reaction might be, you know? Um,. But when literally what you're doing, there's no other reason than just you want a reaction from people. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. These live streamers that go around and 
do shit. It was kind of like that one dude who, in like, I think it was in India, or he would kind of go in other countries. Maybe in Thailand or something. He would just go around and, like, start shit and whatever. I forgot exactly, but he was just being a menace. And then finally, people started, like, fucking him up. And he kind of slowly stopped doing it, but he still kind of still does it. But, yeah, I guess the moral of all that is, is if you're going around and just trying to cause problems with people, um, you're going to cause problems with the wrong person one day. It may not be tomorrow. It may not be a month. It may be a couple years. But one day, someone's going to knock you the fuck out. And, by the way, I was watching Rocky 2 last night, and I'm going all over the place. I thought Rocky 2 was the one Apollo Creed, you know, died in. Like, I've recently gotten into Rocky. I don't know what it is. Like, I kind of watched the movies growing up, but I didn't really remember Cause you know, like when you there's so many movies, like because there's like five like original Rockies, and there's like the Rocky Balboa, the Apollo, the Creeds, like and the other sub movies they made over the years. But like the main first five, where it's like written and directed by Sylvester Stallone in real time, you know, in the midst of Rocky One is like an underrated. Well, I don't want to say underrated, but like the purity, the strip back, and just like you could tell like. Oh, this movie was just made like in the pureness of someone writing this shit down, making a story. And second one, you can definitely tell the second one's a little bit more like a a bigger movie production, but it still has that low feeling, like that good, like stripped down feeling just with a bigger budget. Uh, And I'm kind of in this thing where I'm trying to watch like a series of movies. I actually started to listen to audiobooks. Like last, I say, like I started, it's literally last night. Because um, <laughs> now, like, they're just including all audiobooks into Spotify Premium. Like, yeah, about fucking time. I've actually been, I've been, I'll be doing, I, I had this idea in my head. As I'm going to do, like, a podcast episode reflecting on listening to the subtle art of not giving a fuck. <clears throat> I have friends that have had that book, and I realized after they had that book, Things about them change. And I don't think it was necessarily because, like, they read the book and they had a great revelation. I think a lot of people just started <clears throat> replicating their life after it, which is kind of a messy territory because you're just, it's just really one person's experience with some data and personal stories and the import. <clears throat> and I realized how pe- some people react to that. And I don't know if it's actually helped them beneficially in their life, but, you know, um, but. I want to actually listen to it and do like a full, I know it's an old book, but get my thoughts on it. You know, I find it very interesting. Um, it's very, you know, I, I like the idea of it. I like the subject matter of certain chapters. I think sometimes like the two, I would say like, I really like kind of zoned out when I feel like some of the personal examples of a chapter where at least the audiobook version comes off this way where like when he was talking about I think it was chapter three I forgot the title of the chapter but he starts talking about like when he's in school and when he was 13 uh being searched for weed and stuff and the anxiety and all this stuff and about lying and how he's trying to be deemed not a liar but he is lying and all this stuff there's a lot of value in it. I just kind of zoned. I was like, 
all right, let's get through the story and get to like, you know, whatever. Um, but that's just, you know, that's just our short attention spans. But, but no, going back to Rocky, but no, I will be doing once I finish that whole audiobook, or at least like maybe when I get halfway through and develop, I'm going to give like a 20 minute segment towards it and my thoughts of it. Um, but yeah, do like a book review, you know, sometimes I do album reviews of shit I care about, sometimes movie reviews, and I'll do like a book review, something I haven't done in quite a while, or ever, but yeah, this Rocky, um, <laughs> it's where I do a review of something that's been around literally since 1976, the first movie when it came out, literally almost, Jesus, almost 50 years ago, in two years, it's been 48 years since the first Rocky came out. But it looks like a movie from, like, the mid-80s. That's the crazy part. And, uh, the Italian Stallion. Um, uh, but watching Rocky, I thought, you know, because from the Creed movies, I saw, like, one of the recent Creed movies, like, the whole thing is about, you know, his dad dying in the ring. Rocky's the one that killed him in the ring. Oh, wait, now I think about it. He didn't die from Rocky. He died from the fucking Russian guy. And that's why Rocky fights him. Damn. Sorry for spoiler alert. The movies are 40 years old. Get over yourself. Um, and I don't know why. I was. It's weird to look forward to like the part where he dies. But it's like kind of where he, not where he kills Apollo. Because that's not what you want. But at the same time, it's like. When you know the story, it's like. Oh, is this the one that happens? Like you want to see it happen. Like, oh. And it's like, oh, they both kind of got up. Rocky won the second one. It's like, oh, okay. That was weirdly disappointing that he didn't die in the ring in this one. I was like, maybe he's Rocky three, Rocky four. But I just figured out it's the Russian, which is why he avenges Apollo. Yeah. And that's why Creed actually fights the son of that guy. Ah, Jesus, what the fuck? I'm such an idiot, but yeah, but yeah, I'm getting into Rocky, and it is kind of, there's a weird feeling after you watch these movies, there's an inspiration you feel, there's something about it, you try to be like, you know, I have a lot of common with him, and you're like, nah, I don't really run hills, um, <laughs> and it's crazy, like, the boxing training is insane, like, it is a lot of, like, there's some lifting, like, it's a lot of cardio like a shitload of cardio and he's not on the sauce yet like he looks pretty natural but i know when he gets like rocky four i think it was when it starts like like all right this is when he started taking the turn right but um yeah that whole like but what i liked about it is like it was real training it wasn't like some it was boxing of course but the most of the things that show like outside doing like walking in a squat form with like this log on the back. That shit looked terrible. Like, oh my God. Just imagine, I was just imagining doing that and I felt my hamstrings. And I was, and I was still feeling sorry from doing a fucking standard leg press earlier and leg extensions. And here this guy is doing like a fucking goblet squat, walking like a leprechaun for eight feet and then sprinting and running and doing these overhead sitting presses, building his back and shoulders. And I'm like, yeah, this, this boxing train is a whole different thing, man. It might be honestly, 
I think boxing training is probably the hardest form of any type of training. And I've never trained in boxing, done that type of cardio. Um, but that's a whole different thing of being strong and conditioned. Where, like, weightlifting is, it's a part of body. Like, you have to lift something. You have to be strong. But weightlifting is honestly, like, immensely easier. I honestly think being a bodybuilder is probably, like, 20 times easier than being a boxer and being in shape for that. Like, being in condition for, because imagine, like, like, you know, bodybuilders, like, oh, they cut down their food intake. They cut down their weight for their shows that look as dry and lean as possible. Like, all right. But all you're doing is sitting and, cut. like, imagine having to be in a ring for 30, 40 minutes fighting, but you're 20 pounds higher than usual. You have no energy, but you're expected to go perform, be at your maximum strength. And not be barely hydrated, just recently fueled up after the weigh-ins. Like, that shit is fucking insane. Like, I think that's what makes MMA and boxing, like, a whole different level of sport. Because it's dumb that, I understand the weight class thing, there should be weight classes. But the fact that th- there should be, like, a, you, you sh- there should be, like, a, you can't, you have to have, like, a standard weight you typically are at, or clocking at a weight at a certain amount of months before the fight and you can't be doing like these 30 pound losses in seven weeks where you're just killing yourself just to make weight and people do all the time like oh i gotta make 155 it's like oh but i'll walk around like 185 it's like but all that training you did strong it goes out the window when you just drain yourself like it doesn't seem like you really get the best fight you know what i'm saying like why not just have, like, the 155 guys, like, be around, like, you can't drop more than, like, 15 pounds from your standard weight. Like, that's what they should do, right? I don't know. It seems like a weird system and a weird thing that's been normalized because it starts in the high school. I remember wrestlers, man, like, they'd be these jack rip but they would always be tired as fuck because they would always just be around, like, 155 pounds. They would be strong, but they always be tired because, like, yeah, I haven't eaten anything in, like, a day and a half. I can't eat school lunch. I have a couple pieces of bread. I drink nothing but water. And they'll just eat, like, some candy for some sugar, like, as weird as that may sound. Then they have wrestling practice, and they got to run two miles, like, come to school an hour early, run two miles, and stay after, and then do wrestling training. It's like, bro, like, this shit is, like, different, right? And it's just cardio. Cardio is a whole different mental game than just sitting there lifting a metal pole or lifting some rust, pulling down a tricep rope. And like, oh, this shit's hard. It's like, yeah, it's hard to make. It's the hardest part of making time to do something that's pretty stupid and monotonous, to be honest. And that's someone that does enjoy doing it. But if you really break down what you're doing, uh, gyms are typically just... We have them for convenience more than they are actually like. It's more just convenience and a more realistic, optimal way to build muscle than having to force yourself to go outside and finding things that aren't really there. You have to create like, you know, back in 
you know, back in heyday, you know, even like 30, 40 years ago, there would be just tree logs all over the place, open space. People just go out, do X, Y. Now it's like everything. There's real estate. There's commercial condominiums. There's some type of zoning out. There's no like parks are like not always like not everything is convenient. So gym is a way to get convenient way to put on muscle. But it's not really the most natural way the body's designed to put on muscle. But, you know, the body only knows based off the stress and reactionary impulses you put on it. And it reacts, right? It doesn't know whether you're doing a stand or front squat or if you're, you know, just lifting something up and using your glutes to power it up. It doesn't know. All it knows is that, man, these my hamstrings are feeling kind of tight. I need to strengthen these and adapt some muscle fibers based off the amount of consistent pressure it's putting on me so you can survive and not get hurt. And that's all really a gym is. It is just sometimes like isolated movements that may make certain things look good, but they can't perform any real ex- they can't perform any real life movements. Like I like there're dudes with I and I genuinely mean there're guys who have like Big triceps, strong triceps and shoulders. They can do crazy amount of pull-ups. And then you get them to just like lift something relatively normal like a bed. And they're struggling with it. Because it's not like lifting 100 pounds, let's just say curling 100 pounds on a straight bar. doesn't necessarily translate to lifting an uneven object to having pressure points on your elbows, having strong elbows, like, there's something about actually doing things that translate, that's why, like, the Jason Momoa thing's fascinating, he doesn't lift weights unless they're paying him to lift weights, like, if he's like, all right, I gotta put on size for Aquaman, whatever, like, yeah, he's like, I'll work out, lift weights, and shit like that, but in terms of me, in terms of, like, me, like, I'm Jason Momoa, but in terms of him, he does rock climbing he does body weight stuff for the most part he just does he does like not really even cardio and he drinks guinness like dude's like unless you are paying me to get big as fuck like that i'm just gonna rock climb like that's how i stay fit that's what i enjoy that's what i'm gonna do and he like surfs and you know that's just kind of his thing and look at that guy because he's using real life situations where like, hey, you know what? Who do you trust? The guy in the gym who can, you know, do 250 pounds to pull down machine, can do great pull-ups on a cushioned, ungripped bar. Are you going to trust him to, if he has his hand out, you know, like Mufasa did for, <laughs> or like, what, fucking, Char, what the fuck is that? Scar. Scar. Like Scar did for Mufasa, have his hand out, but then really just, you know, let him die, let Mufasa die. Are you going to trust if you are stuck on and someone has their hand out and holding on to a fucking rock with the other arm? Who are you going to trust? The guy who's like, hey, I did 48 pull-ups in a row the other day. Or Jason Momoa, the guy who actually is using those fucking rocks to climb, his bare fingers, his hands... The dude has marks and scratches and bruises all over his body from rock climbing. 
you know, trial and error of climbing and falling. Who are you going to trust if you're stuck on a cliff? Probably the guy who actually is on cliffs. Not the guy who looks like he can do some shit. But the guy who actually does a shit. And, you know, looks like he does a shit as well. You know. It's imposter syndrome, you know. I And, you know, I've even fallen to that. Is that, yeah, like, I look as strong as I've ever been. But I don't feel like as fluid. I don't feel as mobile. I feel very tight in my hips, even though I work out my legs properly and all that stuff. But something about just constantly uh, doing stuff on a regular basis in real life that require real body movements and translating that, like you don't feel in finding ways to do that in a gym setting. There are limiting factors. There's just something about in real life, if you play a sport, practicing certain movements actually gets you fluidity in your knees and your legs and your shoulders. And it's like you look bigger and stronger, but you don't feel as fluid. And to make that strength actually, you know, translate to something bigger. So I don't know. I know I'm getting too deep into the body gym Rock climbing, how to actually manifest your inner strength and beauty. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think these conversations are important. Um, but, yeah, are they important? I don't know. Who knows? Who says I can't get stoned in booty at the stripper pole? Who says the buffet's old? They kept in containers overnight. And they freeze my beef. Though did they know that I had the queef. Man, Precious was so sweet. And she was my e-harmony meat. Um, <laughs> Alright. Uh, would I ever marry a stripper? I don't know. Probably not. I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> would I ever marry a stripper? Would I ever marry a former stripper? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Hmm. That's an interesting question, Clint. That's an interesting question. Um. <laughs> well, you don't want to be like Joe Smith and find out that your wife, who you're still married to, fucks a midget. But, not that there's anything wrong with fucking, you know. But, you know, when you're a 6'8", former number one draft pick, and... They're just embarrassing you out there. Yeah, that I'm. I don't care what people say. It's gonna hit you a little bit different than just if just fuck some normal ass dude. Like it's like you know. <laughs> I hope people don't want to hear that. It's like when uh, if your girlfriend, if you're a guy and your girlfriend cheats on you with a woman, like, and she turns less, like you know, basically Ross and uh. Shit, what was his baby mama's name? Um, <laughs> yeah, Ross saw friends like him and who his wife, who he had a kid with, left him for a girl named Susan. Carol, Carol. Um, it was a Christmas Carol. Um, 
And people wonder why Ross is high strong. Like, you know what? You have your wife leave you for a lesbian. And then and then you are, you know, and then the love of your life finally comes in your life. Like, oh, this can save it. And it takes like nine years for you to fucking have a baby with her. Well, nine seasons, you know. It takes nine seasons to have a baby with the love of your life. And she's still... There's a Ross and Rachel, like, we, we're on a break and all, and all this stuff. And you wonder why this man just loses his shit, you know. Um, uh, but, yeah, it would hit different. But he's got to be, like, the good guy because, you know, he has a kid with her and stuff. And he can't create a havoc for, you know, Cole Sprouse or Dylan, whoever the fuck it was. I think it was Cole. And, um, the sweet life of Ross and Carol, and Susan, and Rachel. Carol rhymes with Rachel. Damn, Ross, dressed for less. Um, (laughs) but yeah, I think I'm gonna, but yeah, I guess the moral of this whole pod is, is, uh, you know, just, uh, stay off the internet. Don't watch me, don't watch, don't listen, no one. It's all just a distraction. Alright. So, yeah. Alright. I'm going to end it there. That was episode 251 of the Offbeat Podcast with Clint Nelson. I'm your host, Clint Nelson. Don't forget to like, follow, comment, subscribe, hit the notification button. Most important, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to suck some titties. Because, goddamn, I got a shit a brick. <sighs> yeah. Um. So, yeah. Alright. Just uh, stay safe out there. Enjoy. Enjoy your time. Uh, recording, trying to record an episode every single day. Doesn't mean I'm posting every day, but I'm really trying to get in the habit of doing this more often. So yeah, all right. Have a great day. Me me. See what I mean? And no matter how much I wash this goddamn shirt, can't get these stains out. <laughs>